0: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join
1: today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumpaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance.
0: And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life.
1: bringing you backstage and behind the scenes with the stars, creators, and industry leaders bringing Broadway and theater around the country back to life. I'm your host, Gordon Cox. On this episode of StageCraft, I'm talking to Andy Senior Jr. He's a director, filmmaker, and actor who made his professional acting debut in the national tour of Rent. And after appearing in the show on Broadway, on the West End, and around the world, he's gone on to become a director whose work includes stagings of Rent in Tokyo and in a groundbreaking production in Havana, Cuba. It's his experiences in Cuba, personal, professional, and political, that are chronicled in Revolution Rent, the documentary co-directed by Señor and arriving on HBO this month in a premiere time to the 25th anniversary of the pioneering Broadway musical. Señor is in the virtual studio with me to talk his ongoing connection to the show, the thrills and challenges of making the documentary, and what to him is still revolutionary about Rent. Hey Andy, thanks for joining me.
0: Hi, Gordon. I'm very happy to be here.
1: <laughs> yeah. So before we talk about the movie uh, and your experiences in Havana, I wonder if you could begin by telling us first just about your experiences as an actor with Rent. Um, how did you get to Rent, How and what in your background sort of led you to that point?
0: Yeah, well, um, you know, with Rent, I made my professional debut when I was uh, 22 years old. Uh, mm-hmm. I played the role of angel in Rent. Um, on the L.A. Company, which was the second national tour. Uh, went on to uh, do the same role in the West End Company in London and uh, eventually made it to Broadway in 2000, where I did it. Thousands of performances. I stayed many years on and off and then toured through Asia, left the show, came back, left the show, came back. And then we did a farewell tour um, with Adam and Anthony from the original cast. And then I became the associate director on the off-Broadway revival. Uh, then went on to put up the show in Korea, Japan, and it would, it, you know it brought me to um, put up the show in uh, Havana, Cuba, in 2014, um, which for me was you know very you know personal, personally relevant because I am of Cuban descent. Both of my parents are from Cuba. Uh, they left during the revolution in 1959 and I was born in Miami, Florida and, you know, raised in a community where, uh, dealing with the Cuban government in any kind of way or going to Cuba was, uh, was, uh, you know, frownly looked upon, uh, including my own family. Right. Yeah
1: what are your memories of going back to when you were in rent what what are your sort of signature memories of that time in your life maybe particularly on Broadway or when maybe when you first started doing it
0: you know uh, when I was 22 uh, it was my first job it was my first time making money although I would have done it for free I was in the hottest biggest show uh, yeah. on on Broadway and in and in recent history and uh i had come out as gay just at, around that same time I, they dyed my hair white i was changing my clothes i was I, so i was like a you know musical theater rock star kid having the best time um so i mean you can imagine all the memories that come hmm. with uh that that can happen um when all those things uh, come together um but what i mostly genuinely remember is the sense of uh, of love and community and acceptance and um belonging. Uh I, you know, I, I felt like all those things happening, it's like I got to be realized out in the world as who I knew myself to be. Mm,
1: yeah. Do you that leads me into my next question, which is how what your impression of the impact of rent in general was in terms of the audiences that you were interacting with maybe after the show or even during the show um, and what what you feel like rent meant at the time uh, not just to you but to all these people coming to see it
0: well you know rent for that whole generation was was a uh, how do you say it? It, 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 it spoke to, to, to a whole generation and there was so much going on in regards to the HIV crisis. Um, you know, I, I think, I think from my generation, which, uh, I, we got a lot of the, like the heavy education and there was a lot of fear that was instilled in, into, into my age group that, um, and that there was a, a, a fear of what it meant to connect with someone, um, you know, when when I was starting to learn about my own sexuality and I could, you know, could speak for that or from from my for my friends, you know, that came with like thoughts of does that mean that I'm going to, you know, die of AIDS? Like that's what, you know, the 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 very uh, what do you call it? Um, young thinking. Well, uh, and education that I had—that um, uh, that's what it was at that time. And so I think when Rent came along, it was like it was a place where it, it was not a place, although it felt like a place, right? But it was it was um, it, it was uh, it, it was it was speaking to um, to to that generation of, of those of those frustrations of connecting and 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 loving, and it also uh, was. Like you know, when I first saw Rent, it was the first time I saw two men loving each other and taking care of each other right. at the same time. I hadn't I hadn't seen images like that um, before, um, so. Uh, does that answer your question a, it, a little it bit? Does.
1: yeah, and i and I is I imagine that's part of what went into your decision to sort of stick with the show as long as you have you did and you have. what mm-hmm. I, you know that's a thing that uh, some actors do and some actors do not. Why was this why was rent and in particular the role of angel the right one for you?
0: Yeah, you know w- well, one, you know ha- had i how do I say this? Had I been able to, let, let's just put it this way: at one point on Broadway, I was the only Hispanic actor in a leading role uh, on Broadway, and for mm-hmm. and that went on for many years. Oh. Um, so, in 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 a career where you're like, no, you don't go back into the ensemble, you know, because you're playing a leading role. It's like, yeah, but where do I go from here if there's no if there are no other roles that are available to me? Right. Um, so you continue playing <laughs> if you yeah. you know if you, if you want to stay, stay, you know, continue doing what you love, you continue doing it. Um, Mm -hmm. at the same time, how lucky am I that what I get to to continue doing is rent and playing that particular role. Mm -hmm. Um, so one, it was definitely, you know, I had the, you know, I've got, I I had opportunity to go to, you know, Louisville, Kentucky and then do, you know, a musical that didn't really mean much to me, but after doing rent, how do you even do that? you know rent very much spoiled me in in like in the material and the kind of people that are cast in 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 that show and what the show is and the message that it is and how how truly truthful it is that it's some it it, it can spoil you in a way that's very hard to 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 do other things sometimes
1: yeah and Now, as we're all looking back at Rent, you know, twenty-five years on, this is part of the the anniversary. I feel like Angel, in particular, is a role that's really interesting to look at now, just because our understanding of gender has sort of moved so far beyond what it was in the you know late '90s. And I just wonder what, for you, was your understanding of Angel and how Angel identifies at the time, and has that changed at all now as you think about the show and as you direct the show?
0: Uh, As a Cuban kid from Miami who had never seen, you know, a drag queen is what I saw, like when we, you know, drove past the bar um, and it's like, oh, look, there's a, uh, you know, a drag queen. And to me it was like, you know, as as a young kid, it was like, it was was a scary thing. Um, uh, And when I got, you know, and I was in in a fraternity, I was a Latin boy and like, you know, homosexuality in, in, in the Latin world was something that just wasn't, you know. Uh, openly accepted so though I was gay um, and so when I was cast in the show there that was a whole journey for me that I had to like what is it like okay I put on like you should have seen me in my in my in my heels the first few months I, I looked crazy and and the cast were like what are you doing? <laughs> I looked really crazy in those heels. I
1: how so? T- tell me.
0: I just could not, I could not walk. I like I, yeah. like, I was trying to walk as I did uh, mm. in a pair of heels. <laughs> and I,
1: and this film reminds you that there's that angel has that leap onto the table with the, the heels, which I've forgotten table. about. I mean that the degree of difficulty is already very high for Ab- that role.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> like, and and just put put it this way. It's like, all of a sudden, and you know how quick a t- you know tech goes. Like they right. put on uh, uh rehearsals, they put on makeup on you, they put on the costume and heels and go. <laughs> and I was like, I've never been in in drag before, or dressed as a woman, or in dressed in that kind of clothing. And and like and, and then I had to ask myself questions. It's like, does Angel, you know, wh- what is Angel? Is he a drag queen? Is he a transvestite? Is he uh like all these terms that were like floating around? So. Yeah. Um, I think when I, when I, how do I say this? When I leaned into, uh, outside terms and so forth, it confused me more. Mm-hmm. When I got to the heart and soul of who this person, of who this human being was and how that human being existed in the world and what, as a result of that, um, what was the cha cha cha, but not in the you know tacky cha cha cha. But what was the deliciousness that it brought out in me um, uh, when I when I leaned into the into the, the the human qualities. That's where that's where I started expressing uh, myself in in the role in an authentic way, versus trying to fit into an idea uh, which was so limiting and was so and didn't lead me to where to anything fruitful
1: right yeah and so let's talk about this production in havana which was a really big deal back in 2015 when it happened how did it come about and uh why was it such for people who you know maybe can't quite remember what was going on in 2015 uh why was it such a big deal
0: well um the uh, Niederlander Worldwide, uh, which is led by Bob Niederlander, uh, they were doing some programs with Cuba where they were doing something called the Broadway Ambassadors, where they would take Broadway stars to go do concerts in Cuba, uh, and that was sponsored by the Ministry of Culture in Cuba. That program went so well that they decided that they wanted to put on a show. And so they're like, yeah, okay, great, let's put on a show. So what show are we going to do? And you know, Bob was like, they're probably going to want to do West Side Story or something. And they were like, we want to do Rent which was like incredibly surprising for him. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, in retrospect now, like Cuba does really edgy theater and very, like, you know, very interesting and out of the box uh, theater. So their, you know, their choice of doing Rent was, you know, not so revolutionary for them, Mm -hmm. Um, interestingly enough. And so when they chose to do that, um, that's when my my name came up. Uh, not only of course, because of my, you know, experience with rent, but I'm also being Cuban American. and uh every you know, they were all excited about w- uh, what that would mean for them.
1: And you clearly started thinking about, the documentary uh, early on because you there are scenes in the film that take place even really before you've accepted the job, even. And so yeah. tell us about at what point you decided to turn it into, or start filming anyway, and what was your thinking that you would do with this footage?
0: Well, if you notice in the beginning of the film, you see me go ding, 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 December 21st. I say mm-hmm. like 21st or September. I don't know what I say. Yes. But um, I'm, I'm filming myself at 22 years old. Right. Um, I've always throughout the many years uh, associated with the show, I've always been the one that was always filming mm-hmm. uh, even even in one of our tours, I had this like whole food blog where I would like you know Adam Pascal and I would go eat sushi, and you know we would <laughs> film ourselves eating sushi. so I was it was filming the journey was always something that I was doing, and the rent heads, the fans loved that they always they were always mm-hmm. really grateful for sharing the journey with them. so when I was filming. It wasn't so much like I'm going to make a documentary, but I was like, I'm going to capture this and maybe I'll do little episodes so I can share this with the redheads. Mm. It right. wasn't like, oh, I'm going to make a big film out of it. Mm. Um, and until, you know, as as I started to um, get to know the cast and as uh, the things started happening, I mean, mm. remember, like it was just one camera and a phone.
1: Yeah, And was it you you're there there's a co-director on this film. How did that? How did you work with the co-director? Yes. Tell how did he get involved? And at what point was he?
0: Yeah. So I see. So I knew that, you know, I was like my main mission in in Havana is I'm going to be putting up the show. So I can't be like, you know, filming myself and doing this. So I was like, all right, so uh, I reached out to Patrick. Um, I didn't really know Patrick, but he was a friend of a friend and I was like, Hey, are you crazy enough to come to Cuba with me and, uh, bring your camera and, and just film and, you know, and see what happens. And he was like, yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, he, uh, Patrick graciously, uh, signed up for it. Um, you know, there was no money involved or anything. It was just, let's just put this together. Right.
1: Yeah. And one of the most striking sequences in the film happens pretty early on when you're sitting down at dinner, telling your family about this opportunity for you to go direct rent in Cuba. And they do not react with particular uh, enthusiasm, (laughs) or many of them um, don't. And so uh, tell us about some of what informed their reaction and what was driving you um, to, to do it.
0: I think what informed their reaction, if I'm going to be hundred percent honest, is that they knew that anything they said was not going to make a difference. Why? Because had this been, had this been about any other reason that was not rent, I probably would have had listened more and been like, you know what, maybe you're right. Or maybe not, maybe not have even gone. But the fact that they were, they wanted me to put up rent, right. it was a, it was, that was not negotiable. That was going to happen.
1: Right. And this is, we should say at the time that mm -hmm. that relations with Cuba were not we're not what they are now they are what they At you know, all. were all. No. Through the, yeah that was and your family still carries all those memories of uh you know your mother carries all those memories of her experiences there
0: absolutely and and right. you know she was she was definitely terrified of 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 how that was going to go and her her own memories of cuba for her and and the you know very very painful departure for her and hadn't and hadn't gone back so it was it was very tough uh very tough for my mom uh you particularly um but She also knew that the love that I have for the show and I love the love that I, the the, how, how, what I, what this show does for people and for audiences. And she knew that I was going to go do it.
1: I'll have more with Andy right after the break.
0: Step into the world of power, loyalty.
1: And now, here's more with the co-director of Revolution Rent, Andy Senior Jr. So you had a sense of probably going in at the time what the impact of Rent could be and how it could affect, you know, the audiences and the people who perform it. But what surprised, and once you got there and started doing it, what sort of did you find that uh, really resonated about Rent with the folks who were both doing it and watching it? What surprised you in the, the reaction of that particular, of those people in that place at that
0: time uh, to the show? Yeah, you know, I think that they were able to see themselves on stage in, in, in a certain way, although these were American characters in New York City. Um, I think that the issues that they were dealing with, uh, the characters in Rent are dealing with, were not very far from the issues that they were dealing with themselves, um, particularly for the actors um yeah. that that lives such lives uh that that are so mirrored by the characters uh in in the show whether if, whether it be that they were you know so some of them were hiv positive um the way they put they put their their homes together uh, even in the own theater like all the electrical appliances were all plugged into one thick extension cord um yeah. same same as same as in the show um so a lot of the yeah. themes in the show uh were themes that the uh, the actors and the audiences audiences themselves are dealing with.
1: Yeah. That's one thing. What you just mentioned was something that I really think is really, uh, fascinating about the film is you get this glimpse into these people's lives in a way that feels really intimate and feels it's really, it's very notable to see how the, as you say, their lives mirror what's going on in rent and the the different ways that everybody, you know, is able to live and the conditions they live in and things like that. There is, uh, what was sort of uh, enlightening to you about that process of sort of getting to know all these folks as you were at the same time, trying to, you know, get them
0: to put on a show. I think, well, I think, you know, at that time I had this like viewpoint where I'm going to go in, I'm going to teach them this show and I'm Mm -hmm. gonna show them the way quote unquote and to arrive there uh, and I'm going to do this edgy show in Cuba. Dun, 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 and put my American flag, and you know, like, and what I what I learned was, was like, whoa, it's like, uh, they schooled me on mm-hmm. what this was. I mean, the, in every possible way. Um, I just had to. My my biggest job w- with them really was to help them understand the medium, had because they, you know, they had never done a musical before, so train them in 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 what that what that takes. But when it can, when it comes to understanding the material, um, we had to do some substitution work, you know, uh, you know, acting one oh one stuff, but, um, for some concepts like, you know, what you own when they're talking about living in America, um, you know, that's, they've never been to America, so they, they don't know. So, uh, substituting that with something like Cuba, they're then, they're then, they are then able to, to understand more, but, you know the core the, the core things that they're dealing with in rent they they informed me, really. Yeah,
1: yeah. And there's a, a almost a it almost feels like a twist in the film in that there is a b- very large sort of political event that happens uh, that you know halfway through the movie that sort of changes how what happens and like includes mm-hmm. includes a whole arc of your family and uh, yeah. I, I just what looking back on that what was uh, what's it like to. Relive it now as you're putting this movie together and watching it, you know, six years later.
0: That was the moment where I was like, everything that I have done in my whole entire life has led me to this moment. Mm -hmm. That day when Obama uh, made the declarations of the normalization between the two countries, and we're, you know, just days away from opening, and we've been filming this whole entire thing, and that. That is, it was that life moment. Uh, You know, I don't know how many people have that moment. I hope everybody does at some point in their life. But like, I was like, everything that I've ever done in my life has led to this, this moment right here. Everything.
1: Yeah. No pressure. That
0: was, <laughs> that must have been a lot <laughs> at the time. <laughs> it, but it, but it, it genuinely, it genuinely was like all those things, like mm-hmm. rent and theater and my family and Cuba and politics and everything. I was like, and you know, for me, it validated that leap that I took because it really was a leap of faith. And it, it, it for them, that was the moment. I felt like Obama was like, good boy. here you you go yeah
1: and so that was now six years ago now that that production and how tell us a little bit about the development of the film since then like what how when did you start trying to put it together what was the journey there
0: it took a really long time um it took a really long time uh it took it for many reasons a lot of time we, we just didn't have money finally we got uh you know neil patrick harris is the executive producer on yeah. on the film so he he gave the first big initial investment and that was like okay great we could get this movie done and um and then it and you know just the process of making the movie was very difficult because we had to all those themes that we've that we've been talking about was very were very hard to balance um in the storytelling and then we started you know doing the festival um going the festival route and then Mm -hmm. you know this festival no it's not quite there it's not quite there it's not quite there Mm -hmm. and then um and then there was like a year or so in there um it's it's a spoiler alert so I can't really say right Um, okay yes true yeah you know what I'm talking about right um where you know there was just like it was it was, you know, from it was personally difficult and but mm-hmm. still putting 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 um continuing forward and having more reason to continue to put it forward because that came out of nowhere right. and unexpected as well. Right. Um yeah. and then finally being able to put it together and then premiered at Doc NYC and Miami Film Festival and then for it yeah. to get picked up by HBO is like and then you know it gets picked up and they're like, okay, a year from now I'm like
1: ah! yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's go! But how perfect on the 25th anniversary? Yeah,
1: yeah. And what, uh, what you know, not only the 25th anniversary of Rent, but we've all been through a pretty extraordinary 18 months. What in particular strikes you as really resonant about Rent right now, and also you know your own journey with it?
0: You know, it's incredible. Right, right now, um, for you know, Rent is a it's a perfect time for the show to emerge. having just gone through, uh, the, the, you know, the pandemic, um, and all there's so many losses, you know, my, you know, my boyfriend lost his father. Um, and so it's like, I think everyone has been personally affected, uh, by, by the, by the virus. So, um, I feel like, you know, people would understand the show in, in, in a very deep way, uh, right now. Um, also, the kind of message that we need right now we've been we like the world has been so splintered up that uh, uh there's such a need to come together uh as a as, as a whole and i feel like that's something that rent really speaks to and despite our differences right like so i feel like it's it's a great time for the show and it's a great time for the show to be um to be celebrated um in its 25th anniversary um and I love that that the film gets to be a part of that celebration
1: yeah. as you're looking at the film and sort of reliving all those memories, what struck you as as you're putting up that show in Havana, what struck you as the challenges that were that would be the challenges of any other you know putting up any other production of rent and what were what do you feel like were specific to uh that place or that group of people or that time mm-hmm. what what really like stood out to you about? the particular uh, sort of obstacles that you had to sort of surmount to get that uh, show up?
0: Well, there were definitely a lot of technical challenges, you know, some that were unique to Cuba, like we're rehearsing and then the power goes out completely. And I'm like, well, this is rent, so this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then just like, you know, it's like okay, so we don't, you know, there's not much that we 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 can put, you know, there's no budget to do this with. So let's just get the scaffolding and get this, and we need a ton of Christmas lights. So you know, on a flight, you know, somebody comes in with a suitcase from Miami full of Christmas lights mm-hmm. so that we can, uh, you know, do all this, the the set decorations. But um, from a, from the actors' standpoint, you know, what was what was really difficult was to get them to become. Uh, a group, mm. because I think that they, they they think so individually. Grant, of course, because there's there's the need for individuality and self-expression. There, there's it's 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 like it's 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 a life or death situation for them. There, like mm. literally, life or death. Uh, their self-expression, mm. um, that that forming uh, a group was was really challenging and difficult, and yeah. it really took something. Yeah.
1: Um, and that's part of what, uh, people get the chance to, uh, see in the film actually is that process, um, which is, yeah. the f- movie is out this month, um, on HBO, but what's, what's next for you?
0: What's next for me is, uh, mm. I'm continuing to work with, um, with the ministry of culture. We're, we're talking about, uh, you know, now that the, uh, it's possible, uh, well, we're hoping that it will now be possible again to mm. re-engage. Mm. Um, so, um, we're we're starting to talk about what, what what what's the next project that we can do, and um, as far as I'm, myself, you know, there's there's others, uh, you know, I'll I'll always be continuing to work in, in in theater. Now I have a love for documentary, so I was um, just going to
1: ask if that <laughs> this uh, created uh, an interest in exploring more documentary filmmaking.
0: Absolutely, I love it. It's it's mm-hmm. it's such a playful medium. Like there's there are no rules. Like you could use. Mm-hmm. A, a, anything it's 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 like it almost feels like collage um collage work and i am i really i really do i really do love it mm. um and i'm curious you know i'm curious to see how this how how revolution rent um lives in the world and and what what that opens up and uh you know i c- i can say that i hope something calls to me the same way that this project did that, that just like, it, that isn't like, oh, should I do it or not? That it's like, it just grabs me by the heart and pulls me forward because there's, it's the only thing that there is to do. Cause I think that's that to me is an, exhil- an exhilarating life.
1: Yeah. And as theaters start to reopen as you, and we start to think about, you know, going back to the theater and, you know, you're talking about shows that you could maybe do in Cuba again. What are your hopes for Broadway well, you know, and Havana and any, you know, for theater everywhere, what's, what, what are you hoping, uh, sort of changes or continues to grow in the coming, the coming years?
0: I hope that for theater, um, in the world is that, um, people get like, it's like with Joseph Papp at the public, right? Like he, he wanted to create theater where the people in, in the neighborhoods could see themselves on stage. And that has always stayed with me. I, I hope that, The world can see themselves not only on stage but backstage and producing and directing and creating. I hope that that that's how that that we can collectively tell our stories together um, and take the time to listen to each other's stories, even if they may be very different from our own and even different languages. Um, uh, Because there's just so much to learn from there um, and to experience. It's traveling, and um, for Cuba. Um, for, the, for Cuban artists, I, I, I want nothing but a freedom of self-expression, um, and in their art and in their souls and in their humanity to be, to, to be everything they want to be and say everything they need to say and create a country, uh, and a world that works for them. Um, and that they, you know, so that they could love their lives and do what they're passionate about.
1: Yeah. Well, we look forward to that day and to seeing what's next uh, from you, both on stage and on screen. Thank you, Andy. Thanks for chatting with me. Thank you, Gordon.
0: Absolutely. Thank you.
1: That was Andy Senor Jr. whose film Revolution Rent is now streaming on HBO and HBO Max. If you like what you're hearing on this and other episodes of StageCraft, I'd really appreciate it if you took the time to rate and review us Wherever you listen to podcasts, it really helps us grow our audience of folks who love theater as much as you and I do. Or tell a friend about StageCraft. Find past episodes or subscribe on all the pod places, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on the Broadway Podcast Network, which is a great place to find more theater for your ears. I'll be back in two weeks with another new episode. Until then, find me on Twitter at gcoxvariety. Thanks for listening, and see you soon.